0: Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer tastic Voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer Tastic Voyage. My name is Kevin, over there is Mark, and across from me is Justin. How Ahoy. are you doing today? Well, thank you. Excellent. I am <laughs> not going to let Mark derail <laughs> it because I will drive it right off the Cri- cliff.
1: Crisis averted exactly. by another crisis. <laughs>
0: um, today, we are going to go and try our second style spotlight and we have imperial stouts today. yes and i'm excited about this
1: this is this. definitely i would have to say if the three of us were to pick a beer style that all three of us could drink pretty much at any point i think this would be one of them
0: it's definitely yeah one of the top three yeah i, I think milk stout was number one yeah. for us like that's that was the go-to which is why I thought it was a good place to start for us. But Imperial Stout is a very close second for us. Yeah, we
1: all, we all tend to uh, to like the dark beers. I mean, you know, there there are other shared styles that we like, but I think the dark beers in general are the ones that we, we tend to agree <clears throat> on the most. Agreed. And so, in following the same format as last time, we poured them
0: out, all three uh, side by side by side. So that way we can compare, contrast as we go. Um, and Justin, you are the point man on this one, so I am going to throw the ball over to you and let you take over. Double dribble.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Marcus is wearing his striped shirt, apparently. Um. There was no whistle. <laughs> Play on. No whistle. Just, yeah, I was say, there was no the whistle. You're just yelling at me. That's fucked up. Um. <laughs> and that was fucked up for everyone else. So... <laughs> Um, I would like to start you off by by reading our description of style profile, written by, I don't know who, someone got into my notes and wrote something way better than I did. So, it's uh, very complex, like a dark barley wine, black, <laughs> you black as night, you did it. with a strong alcohol warmth, we'd picture ourselves in front of a fire with a tulip glass and a smoking jacket. I don't remember writing that. Maybe I did. If I did, I, I feel better about myself. Really? Uh, I know I didn't write it. Okay. I didn't write it. Wow.
0: Unless I was in like a fugue state when I wrote it, which <laughs> is possible, I suppose.
1: Okay. So uh, I did write this about two months ago. So maybe maybe I did. If I did, I, I enjoy that. Uh, I think it, it hits it spot on. I know anybody who's listened to us for a long time, anytime we drink a, a Russian Imperial Stout, I think we bring up the smoking jacket and the tulip glass. Of course, we'd want to smash that. Chairs. Yes. And we'd yes, want to smash the, the tulip hair. glass into, yes. uh, into the fire. Um, however the BJCP says An intensely flavored big dark ale And a wide range of flavor balance And regional interpretations So that's the first sentence And I think the uh, regional interpretation is interesting Because you do get a lot of Americanized versions That are not necessarily To uh, to the style of an imperial stout You get a lot more uh, hoppier versions of this um, But what all of them share Are uh, a roasty malt character Um, always an alcohol warmth, um, and like a a bittersweet chocolate type finish. Um, and of course with, even with all these complex flavors, everything needs to be be balanced very well, which is why I brought up those sort of Americanized versions that kind of kick the hops in a little bit too much to be to style. And since it's a style spotlight, we're going to talk about what's to style, not necessarily what, uh, what flavor we like the best, though. I will say that I think you can speak for all of us with the Americanized versions being our least favorite versions of the style
0: yeah usually we um, in, in I think with uh, 80 some odd episodes under our belt we can start to say now that we have some statistical rigor of <laughs> that uh, backed up by spreadsheets <laughs> that we're not really a fan of that we tend not to enjoy the Americanized version of things where they and to say Americanized we mean over hop, over alcohol level of what it, what it traditionally is yeah
1: so what are the th- um, what are the three that we have today? So we have um north coast old north coast old Rasputin, which is um a uh, it's the BJCP uh, commercial style. It's a commercial example, okay, of excellent. the style. Uh, we have Boulevard Dark Truth, and the we have the Evil Twin.
0: Oh, I gotta look at it. I can't oh, okay. say it off my head. yeah because I can't pronounce it. It's uh unmas a Jesús. Okay. Um, yeah, there's some Axenos in there and, uh, But I saw the Jesus So I, I understood that part Plus everything from Evil Twin
1: is Jesus Yeah, theme, so. pretty much But that's okay Because the beer's awesome Right um, This is also a very uh, Historic style Okay, so
0: do we want to? Are we tasting first or we want to do history first?
1: I think we do history first, if I remember correctly. I don't, know, right? I don't remember we what, what, we, what we did last time. I don't really yeah. think it matters that much. No, All
0: right, let's do some history because I think these need to come up the
1: temperature a little bit more. So, right. so give us another minute. That sounds good. So, um, like a lot of dark beers in general, they started off as uh, strong English porters. So, way back in the day, there was a dark beer called an English porter. The, um, I don't remember, even though I recently heard the whole uh whole whole Don't uh, thing worry. We'll, we'll get the same thing again in May. Yes, exactly. So uh, we re- recently had a Guinness rep uh, talk about this, and it was fascinating, but I don't remember all of it. But the basic gist of it is, it, uh, um, a porter started off as uh, well, the common man's dark beer to drink, okay. and um, the Imperial Stout was a stronger um, alcohol version of this. Right. Now, it's imperial because they were sending it to the imperial court of Russia, correct? Exactly. So, Peter the Great fell in love with Stouts in general. He's, um, he's a pretty cool dude. If like, you read him historically, like he was, a, he, was he was awesome. Yeah. He, knew, he
0: knew where I was at. Yeah.
1: That's cool. I'll have to check that out. I, mean, this was an, I, I did read a little bit more about him in reference to this when I was researching all of this, but apparently he had a 1698 trip to England where he fell in love mm-hmm. with these beers, and he wanted them to be sent to the imperial court. Um, unfortunately, it was a big embarrassment for England because all the beer spoiled. On the way there, Ooh. or most of it, at least. So um, apparently, the Barclay Brewery came to save the day. They were based in London, and they increased both the alcohol content and the hops. Cheers, Barclay. Yeah, um, and because of that, it would be it, the whole style flourished. Okay. However, the Napoleonic Wars interrupted the beer trade between fucking Russia. A, <laughs> fucking
0: French guy ruined everything. <laughs> always, always the
2: French.
1: And uh, that uh, <laughs> that interrupted the trade. <laughs> And yes, walk well, the French, I guess. I'll jump on board for no reason, I suppose. Um, and because of that, the style almost completely died out. Um, and uh, it was dead in England, but it got revived in the U.S. But with, they, with these more hoppier versions. As usual. Um, the only brewery in England that kept brewing the traditional style was the John Courage Brewery. Okay. Um, and they, they actually were the ones who supplied Catherine the Great, who also loved this style there you with, go. with the beer. Um, and then they kept making it all the way up until the 1990s. Um, really? Right. Wow. So by then, uh, in England, port, even that this style, kind of had revived. It, it was uh, back out of, out of favor, but kept going in the U.S. Okay. So that was the, that's the basic gist of the history. It okay. was all, all the, the style came about and flourished because of Russia. Because of uh, starting with Peter the Great and and going all the way through Catherine the Great,
0: so the uh, as I from what I've read about it and things like that, just to kind of supplement it, is is that extra alcohol content would keep the beer from spoiling. Because remember, they're traveling from England, yeah, they're crossing the English Channel, but then they're traveling to Russia overland, right? So it wouldn't be, you know, the Baltic was not you know easily navigable. So it was, it took a long time for the beer to travel that far. And that's really what it was. It wasn't that, um, which is, hey, the same way that we ended up getting IPAs also. So, exactly. Just not north, we went south. They went south.
1: Um, that was more on,
0: yeah, that was more on boats. That was India, yeah. Right. That was um, traveling to India. But again, you had to travel, um, you know. Yeah. It, even I mean, with the Suez Canal, you're still months of travel. The,
3: the same thing happened again and again with different beer styles, this is how they came about. Like, so, yeah. like, foreign. Export stout, which is one of Guinness's beers, right, is again a higher alcohol, slightly higher hop version mm-hmm. of yeah. standard Guinness because they were sending it out to the, the Caribbean and such. There you go. And they needed to increase the alcohol and the hops in order to limit the bacterial growth in the uh, travel time.
0: Yeah. Which I got to say, it, it. This is kind of a little off the topic here, but. For some reason, we never do that. Oh no, we never, we <laughs> never go off topic ever. For some reason, Guinness. I guess it's with how dry it is. Really does is a dark beer that you can still drink in like the really steamy Caribbean weather. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I don't understand it, but I'm like, it's magical. Right, it's also
1: the mouthfeel wise. It's definitely a, a, like a medium mouthfeel, but it's not the full mouthfeel most people think. In right. fact, the Russian Imperial Stout is the that's what people th- I think oh yeah, when people someone thinks Guinness who's never had it, I think they think of with this. What they're picturing is a Russian Imperial Stout. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going to start with the
0: Old Rasputin, right? Because that's the commercial example. It yes. is. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, just a quick note on the the like the the uh vitals for the style we'll call it. Um, ABV wise, you're looking at anywhere between eight and twelve percent. The IBUs are very high, fifty to ninety. Again, they were highly hopped for the same purpose as right. the, the Preserve, alcohol content, right? And because of the the dark malts in there, it the hops and the dark malts they balance it or all the malts rather, not just the dark malts. They balance each other, so you're not getting a, uh, a dank a dankness. No, you're, from it's it. intense flavors that are balancing. Right, and of course, it's, it's a stout. The SRM is thirty to forty, which is basically blacked out. Light black to dark black. Right. Exactly. Yes. But it's, it's in that range. Exactly. Um, so uh, let's let's sample the, uh, the Old Rasputin. That's a commercial example along with um, Great uh, Great Divide Yeti Imperial Stout, which I've had, and the Samuel Smith Imperial Stout, which I, I haven't had even though I love their Oatmeal Stout.
0: I have not had either of those other two as, as well. I've... May at one point have had the Sam Smith that I don't remember, but I think Old Resputin I had at one point, but it's been I don't many, think many, I've many had
3: movies. the straight-up Yeti. I've had the Yeti. I know I haven't had the Yeti. Well, you had the Yeti with the chocolate in it, because I opened that. Yeah. Uh, How many
1: in was it? Because if it was I, more than
0: three, then I don't remember.
1: Yeah, very possibly more than three. I've had the regular and I've had an, an oak-aged um, version of it, both being extremely good. Actually, okay. I had both of uh, them at a, at a pizza place in in uh, Maine. Okay, <laughs> no, I don't remember. So, the um, the head
0: on this one when we when we poured it out, we've kind of sit been sitting around for you know ten minutes, fifteen minutes now, but it still retains a pretty good um, foam layer on top of mine. I yeah,
1: don't know that's how def- years these guys are. Yeah, mine yeah. too. That's definitely part of the style as well. You're going to get a, a, a darker head than most. You know, a tan, mm. a tan to beige head, and uh, or beige to tan head, yeah. and it will uh, uh, st- stick around for quite a bit
0: um what do you got what are you guys picking up on the nose here the um, first one
1: I'm getting you know kind of a roast burnt uh character but I say burnt but not it's right up to where burnt would be not pleasing it's like a a really uh a pleasing version of burnt
3: right yeah it
1: is very very deeply roasted mm-hmm. on the aroma, maybe a little bit of uh like hop dankness yes definitely um. Definitely some some of the you can definitely uh, spell the hops. Dankness is pretty much the only word you can go for it, but it's not the uh, it's not full resin, full pine. It's just Mm-mm. it's just uh, a str- no, strong it, bitter nose. Yeah, that, yeah, that's
3: only a background note to the strong roast. Yeah, because the the roast definitely dominates the aroma.
0: the The flavor on this one is outstanding. Um, the mouthfeel is there's it's present, but it doesn't feel oily. Um, it doesn't feel thick. But it's it's got a little bit of body to it, but the the flavor is delicious. It's got a strong roast character in front, and then smooths out really nicely
1: behind it to me. Being a, a non coffee drinker, in my mind, when I think of black coffee, this is this is to me what it should taste like. I've you know I can't say what it does, but like you know for a, someone who can't, who hasn't had it, that's what I think it is.
2: It's
0: not far off from. To me, this is closer to when you get. Um, what they call the Americano when they do the, expresso, oh, the espresso When they yeah. do the espresso and then they thin it out with extra hot water okay to almost get a coffee-like amount. This is more what you get. You get that strong – it's a more concentrated flavor that then tastes thinned rather than a smoother – a lesser flavor throughout. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah. No, I understand. I, I, I know.
0: You, I'm trying to make sure that – Me,
3: I as a fellow coffee drinker – I'm right. totally picking up what you're laying down.
0: Okay, I'm glad you understand that. And it's just something that, like, I th- feel like if you go to a good Italian restaurant, like they'll pu- they won't serve you coffee. They'll actually do that. They'll serve you the espresso that they've thinned out with a little extra hot water, as a cup, of, as a coffee sized glass, like four ounces, you know, the four, or the six ounces, and it's so much better. It really, it's just, it's so uh, much. The uh, flavor is, is such. It's such a richer flavor, and that's it. There's a richness to the flavor.
1: I'm definitely gonna have to try that. I mean, obviously, based on this, because I, I love this. The uh, the one thing I will say is the what I'm amazed by with this beer is how I can get a bitter flavor, a little bit of a bitter finish, with very little astringency. Comparatively speaking.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think because it is very strongly roasty, but it's just also so sweet. That it kind of balances out the astringency that's there from the dark grains in the beer. Yeah, this is this is my jam. Yeah,
0: this is <laughs> this is absolutely delicious. I'm really. It is, it.
3: and uh, you know, I was before we started recording. I was talking about how Old Rasputin is definitely the first Imperial Stout that I ever had, and I actually had it at uh, Dex in Rocky Point. Ah,
1: I don't know that place. Oh, I've definitely been there. It,
3: it's a uh, it's a nice place to go. Uh, but, you know, I was there for lunch with my wife and I'll, I saw Stout and, like, not, and this is many years ago, so I was not really familiar with what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Stout, you know, I'll have the old Rasputin. And Plus, it's a baller name.
1: It's just, it sounds cool to order.
3: Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I, it was, it was at, for where I was in my beer appreciation at the time. It was way too much for me. Okay, I can understand that.
1: Yeah, this isn't a beginner beer.
3: No, no, but I you know, I am really appreciating it, having this uh, sample now. So I pointed out to Justin, I, um, I opened up a... I'm
0: going to mention the, the mustard.
1: Yeah, probably. we have to mention um, the mustard.
0: So I mentioned many episodes ago when my wife and I went up on vacation back in... What was it? September, late September... Or so we went up to central New York. We went all over the place. At Omegang Brewery, they have, you know, pretzels and noshes out for you to eat. And they serve Fox's brand um, mustards there. And they had a couple different varieties of it. And it was delicious. And I had to get this one. And it's a kind of a honey mustard. But this one is made with balsamic, has some balsamic vinegar and fresh garlic in it. Yeah, it's and dope. It's awesome. It's so so delicious and it pairs really well with the Imperial F- stout flavor like because it's a big strong flavor that balsamic really hits you strong the garlic hits you strong
1: but with this I think it like matches really well and that's completely by accident. I just wanted to eat it because <laughs> it's delicious. yeah it definitely it definitely does and the you know that's something that we learned on the say cheese podcast right. with Chris Roche was that strong flavors go better with strong flavored beer. Right, which is the I think the opposite of what most of us would have thought. Right. Um. So yeah, this
0: is uh pretty tasty. Yeah. So matching flavor intensities, I think, is what's what's happening here. Right. Um. And I'm trying not to just take all the pretzel sticks and just like <laughs> scrape it clean, but be be a good host and share.
1: <laughs> um. So, you know, we're gonna we, we're gonna rate these. Um. Just because we we do that. Okay. Um, it's just sort of one of those. The old recipe comes in at nine percent. Um I don't have an, uh, an actual IBU on it, but um, it's been you know, pretty pretty well balanced overall. Uh, I'm gonna start off by saying for me it's gonna be uh, a bomber. Um, I really enjoy it, but I think that um, the the level of roast on it and uh, the level of bitterness two of them will probably be good though if I were eating the uh, mustard with it, I could probably eat eat, eat an unlimited amount I drink an unlimited amount of it because they are very very well uh, right. complimentary. You just want to eat the mustard. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna second the bomber. Like two of the like two of these would be amazing. The first one I would really enjoy, it would probably get me lubed up enough that I would drink the second one faster than I should. And <laughs> like and it'd just be perfect. But even the the twelve ounce
1: bottle that it comes in that we have I think I've seen it in larger bottles too. They make it in into in, in yeah. uh I don't know that they're either twenty twos or seven fifties. I think it's they're imperial pints. Yeah, yeah. Well, I one of them would do the job, but if
0: one's good, two must be better. So, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the the um, bomber on this as well.
3: I'm just gonna go for a pint for uh, Old Rasputin, just because the bitterness and the intensity of the roast is a little bit high for something that I am going to want to drink a lot
1: of. Right. It makes a lot of sense. The um the second one that we have is the Boulevard Dark Truth. It comes in at nine point seven percent ABV and sixty IBUs. Um Boulevard I've liked most of I can't remember a beer I've had from them that I didn't, in particular the Tank Seven is an incredible Saison. Um I think we had a um didn't we have a goza from them that we liked? I believe we did. Probably. Yeah. They um they, they tend like to do some the out there wh- flavors. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: thinking it's like in a white can. No, no that, I'm thinking that's the West, Westbrook. I'm thinking the yeah. Westbrook one. Not the yeah. not that one. But I don't know. I'm stuff I've had from Westbrook I enjoy. Uh, not Westbrook I enjoy, but also uh, Bull, Boulevard. Boulevard. Yeah. Boulevard
3: makes one of the pumpkin. You know, one of the few pumpkin beers that I'm like,
0: yeah, right. I like.
1: Is, this. That the, is that the funky pumpkin? Yeah.
3: yeah. Ah, nice.
0: Now Boulevard's out of uh, what? St. Louis or Kansas City? I do not know off the top of my head. It's one of those two. Can't remember which one.
1: Mark, Kansas the, City,
3: Missouri. Okay. There we go.
0: And they are a part of the same owner group as uh, they are part of the Duval owner group. So it's a uh, same part as uh, Oma Gang and um, Firewalker, Firestone Fire Walker. Walker. I keep wanting to call Firewalker <laughs> Stone, and then I'm like, no, it's Firestone Walker.
1: Um, on the nose, on this one, one of the things I noticed in contrast to Old Rasputin was, I it's more chocolatey to me. Slightly less roast. Yeah. Um, a little sweeter. It, it smells yeah. a lot
3: sweeter to me it, and definitely less roast than
1: Old Recipe.
0: I will concur.
1: Concur. Aye. Concur. Aye. I, I. I, the eyes have it. Mm. Interesting. For me, on the, uh, when I taste it, it's not quite as sweet as what I would expect. Um, From some the aroma. Cho- yeah. Some chocolate notes and. A whole bunch more astringency than the old Rasputin.
0: I'm not really getting astringent. Yeah. The, yeah.
1: the back, I get all prickly in the back of my throat, the back of no. my tongue rather. I get more um, cocoa, not yeah. chocolate, but the, like,
0: like uh, dark Dutch co- cocoa. Yeah, Dutch cocoa flavor is a good way to put it. Like I, I get the that kind of flavor to it, especially up front. And again, it's interesting to me on, that both of them that the flavor is very up front, and then it smooths out through the back. Yeah, not that it's a uh, a big solid flavor all the way through the sip. That's just, I think that's just an interesting effect that's occurring.
1: Yeah, I do, I do get the cocoa. Um, That is a a better, definitely a better descriptor than, than chocolate. Um, You know, it has, it's a little uh, drier and more bitter. Mm -hmm. Definitely smelled sweeter.
0: Um, It's interesting because it's not the exact same type of bitter, but um, you guys remember with like Nestle Quick, how you get the lumps of shit that didn't quite break up when you're stirring it? Yes, and so you're having this nice sweet beverage, and then all of a sudden you just get like punched in the face with the like, <laughs> right, and you cough in <laughs> a cloud of you know cocoa dust. Because the
3: the the small skin of uh, you know
1: yeah moist moist powder that, that was the, that was that, was that was the original dough balls for us yeah. <laughs>
0: um but like it's that kind of it's that kind of that oxid that um alkaline chocolatey that alkaline cocoa flavor a little bit to it um it's kind of what's popping in my head but um i feel like it's not quite as just to compare because we've had the old rasputin already i feel like it's not quite as intense it's definitely not as intense as the old rasputin but it is still a very prominent flavor but it's if Old Rasputin is a ten, this one is an eight and a half. See, like I
3: agree intensity with you. Flavor, is yes, I agree with you. But I would say that Dark
1: Truth is more in my wheelhouse than Old Rasputin. That's interesting because I have the I have the reverse feeling. I I, I they're both definitely um, in the style, um, but to me the old, I enjoy the uh, balance of Old Rasputin more than than this one. I. I I'm going to stand by the fact that there's, for, for me, there's some some astringency in there. Like the top of my, I, I feel each individual taste bud on my tongue right now. Uh, it's not like it's it's this off-putting terrible thing. It's just no, it's amazing not, to me the difference between one to the other.
3: I'm not saying that there isn't any astringency. I definitely get a little bit of prickliness, but it's not something I dislike. I got you. I, I really haven't picked up any astringency,
0: but what I am starting to get now that I've had a couple sips of both of them is i'm starting to get that warmth build up in the back of my in the bottom of my throat maybe the top of my right chest here. not a little higher than that i'm not quite all the way uh, down yeah, there no, yet. No. um right in the adam's apple yeah behind just behind the adam's apple i'm starting to feel that warmth start to build up like i breathe out a little bit i'm like ooh, there it is i'm starting to feel this warm up but like if you had the full pint of it like that's what would happen about halfway through you're like okay starting to warm up starting to feel good now yeah. Um, you guys kind of mentioned that like you, you have opposite of which one's in your wheelhouse. Me, I'm a little more, I think I'm a little more fickle when it comes to it is because there are days that I would definitely would enjoy old Rasputin more. And then there's other days where I want that little bit more cocoa flavor that I would go back and forth. So, um, I think if you asked me again, if I picked one, one week and you asked me again next week, I might change my mind. Um, I'm terribly decisive like that. <laughs> um so justin why don't you start us with a rating on um on this one then
1: so for me it would be a, it would be a pint um I, I i i like the aroma of this one more than old rasputin right but uh since flavor is what really matters i i prefer the flavor of old rasputin to it so i i, I appreciate it but it, the pint would be pretty much where i would where it's at. how about you mark
3: i'm going bomber for uh dark truth i i'm like I said, it's much more in my wheelhouse. Mm. I will drink the bomber of it, and then i
0: oh cool, and then you're out, and then it's then it's bedtime, and then it's <laughs> nap time or bedtime, yes, yeah, hopefully you got a nice warm porch to nap on after this one, right,
3: yeah, or or it's warm no, yeah, or the
1: hammock set up yeah,
0: there you go, Oh, the hammock be sweet
1: right, I now. don't know what it's like to be in a hammock because I just fucking break them. I just lay down at it and i end, if i if I end up falling asleep before it breaks, I wake up on the ground, so okay <laughs> um for me. I think I'm gonna.
0: It's tough because I really fall in between the two, but just because I think I like the old Rasputin a little better, I'm gonna go with the pint on this one. Um, I, we've talked about why I like it a little bit more already, but I think I why I like the old Rasputin a little bit more. But I don't know. I think this today I'm saying it's a pint. Call me next. Call me. <laughs> catch me next week, and it might be. A, and it might be a bomber. So it's tough for me.
1: Yeah. Um. The last one we're gonna have um, is the, uh, the evil twin.
0: On a Jesus.
1: There we go. Look at that! Didn't even look at yeah. the label that time. Right. So this one, uh, this one gets uh, crunk status at twelve percent. Um, the first two that we poured out, the old Resputin and the dark uh, dark truth, were like identical when you looked at them. The head was the same.
0: identical. <laughs> I was waiting for it every time.
1: And um, you, pr- you visually, I don't think that you could have told them apart. I think the head was a little bit darker on Old Rasputin.
0: And a little more persistent. But other than that, like it's looking at it right now, I'm going. I'm not sure which one's which.
1: Right. The however the the uh, the Jesus one.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, on mas e Jesús.
1: It when we poured it, we had relatively we had no head on it and um, much less carbonation, uh, and the bottle popped and everything. So I think that it's it was the way it's supposed to be. I don't think that we're uh, there's anything wrong with it yet. But uh, um, it, it visually, it also looks um, a little browner to me than the other two did, but that could just be the glass that it's in, too. Eh, not really. I could, I'm definitely wrong. It, they look, it looks pretty similar. It looks like motor oil on my glass. Actually, yeah. when I move it... It really does leave some impressive <laughs> film on the glass. When I move it, the glass is still brown. Yeah. <laughs> But wow. you don't get the—that's um, what I mean. Yeah. But
0: it's interesting that you don't get like the oil slick quality over the top of it. No, no yeah, it, do, you, it doesn't have that. You, you don't see rainbows on top, right? Um, oh man! But the nose—the nose, the nose is—it's really fantastic, and it, I think it's the most chocolate, yes, of the three so far.
3: I also get a fair amount of alcohol off of mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. which yeah, you know, makes sense being that it's twelve percent. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, you get a little bit of the hot smell and the. Um, the caramel chocolate toffee situation yeah i don't get toffee
0: on no no toffee i'm not picking up on it i usually think of uh i don't know i just i I feel like when i think of toffee i think of more sugary more of of a little bit more sweeter in there but that really dark caramel um is what i'm sorry about that Cheers, everybody! Oh man, <laughs> cheers, you
1: guys! <laughs> it's pretty interesting. It's uh, I feel like this is this is what I was expecting, flavor wise, from the dark truth from the from that aroma, and this one sort of follows through. Definitely a lot of alcohol warmth. <laughs> yeah, this is the booziest
0: of the three by far. Right? Yeah,
1: and um, I, I get, I guess a little bit, a tiny bit of milk chocolate and a, a lot of sweet. Was kind of where where hey, I, me, I
0: get. The booze is kind of hitting me the most prominent no of the three, so I'm going to try again and see if I pick up any of the other ones. I would definitely
3: say that this probably has the, at least perceptibly, it has the least bitterness of the three.
1: Definitely.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, the, um, this one, I get the astringency in the back from. Really? I did not from the other ones. This one, I guess maybe I, I don't know if I just held it in the back of my throat a little longer, but this one maybe it's the booze, just kind of hanging out a little bit, stinging a little, but um there's that cho- there's that chocolate note in there. Um the booze is just like it's not overwhelming, it's just so much more prominent because it wasn't it wasn't present in the other two at all.
1: Yes, this is definitely so this the, is definitely to me know, this feels different. more
0: like this feels more like the America the imperial stout that you get from most craft breweries or at mm-hmm. least the ones that we've been to when they say they do want to do a craft when they want to say they want to do an imperial stout I think this is closer to what you get
1: I think I don't want to um, in any way say it tastes like it's been in a spirit barrel cuz it doesn't but no. I think due to the warmth and everything, right. I think that's really what brings that to mind because okay. you're getting more of that that's... Um, spirit flavor than you would from a beer. Okay, I can understand that. I can agree with that. Um, I think a lot of the local ones we have um, tend to end up coming out of barrel. Yeah, more so it, than not.
0: I think this one is closer to. Yeah, I think barrel is probably the right thing. It's it's closer to being a spirit barrel aged.
3: St- um imperial stout than the other two are yeah it definitely tastes like it's in that family but i'm just reading the bottle now it, there's no mention of any kind of barrel aging so it's okay um, it's th- th- this is just the way it is
0: well i mean this one's at 12 percent right and the other one roller Sweeten was what nine and what was the uh north uh, what was the other one it, i believe what,
3: that's also nine
0: yeah what's it called dark truth sorry nine point seven right so you know, three more percent alcohol is going to make a significant difference in the consistency and the flavor.
3: Yeah, I, I'm like I'm still boggled by the. Uh, yeah, it, it really the, does. I'm, the try co- to, I'm trying to get a picture of the coating ability it's, it's of the glass.
0: Yeah, it. The fact that you've been doing that, swirling it around in your glass, and I'm sitting across the table from you, and I can see the glass getting perceptibly darker. As you do that, like that's a really he's got a good angle on it there, and I guess the lighting is hitting it just right.
1: Yeah, it really it doesn't show up on camera well, unfortunately. It is insane how how well it sticks to the glass. Now here's a question. When we poured it we we felt like it was carbonated less than the others. Do you guys do you guys does that follow through when you're when you're drinking it or or no? It definitely does have lower
3: carbonation than the other two. But Um, I would say that it it's also still not flat. No, I'm definitely getting bubbles for lack of a better word when I'm drinking it. That's yeah. why I
0: asked. I think it could deal with a little bit more carbonation. Um I think it might help to kind of lighten up the the lighten up the mouthfeel, and lighten up the flavor a little bit. Or at least disperse it. Yeah, it, Disper- it might, it, dispersal might be the better phrase rather than lighten.
3: It would certainly uh
1: you know, bring those flavors up into my uh sinuses. Mm. mm. What's interesting to me is like mouthfeel wise, um, according to BJCP guidelines, it, they want a very full body, full to very full, um, chewy, velvety, luscious texture, etc. Between the, the, and we'll get to this in, when we get to our uh, our um, Crucible of uh, Doom. Of
0: Doom. With a bunch of
1: zeros and Os in there. Um you hate that there's a zero? <laughs> no, I don't. Actually, I really <laughs> like it. Yeah. Um and it also says that there should be a noticeable alcohol warmth. Um Okay. Interesting. And it says should not be syrupy or under-intenuated, however. Um carbonation may be low to moderate. So, let's keep that keep that in mind a little bit right. later when we go for what's what's most the style, but the uh, I think that uh this one right. hits a lot of those notes.
3: Yeah, I would say this is definitely still within the uh the range. Oh, yeah, yeah. Without, without question.
1: All right, so um, I'm Mark, very want- interested to hear what Mark yeah, wants yeah, to I say wanna about Mar- this. I want to
0: hear Mark's take on this one, as far as what do you, what are you rating on this?
3: Uh, well, I gave Dark Truth a bomber, so I guess I would have to go growler for this one.
1: Er, yeah, I've had a feeling that was coming. How about you, Justin? I am also going to give it a growler. And okay. wake me up in three days. Yeah, yeah. exactly. This is going to be the, the, like, I'm going out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, going out but staying I'm home. I'm going out
3: semi-permanently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just check. Just hold a mirror in front of my face once or twice. And check Yeah, for exactly, me. exactly. Um, for me, I'm going to put this one at a pint. Okay. Um, the alcohol warmth to it and the oiliness of it kind of turns me off a little bit. Um, I just think the first two were more in my in my wheelhouse of the kind of flavor that I want, um, when it still I start goes really good with that mustard though. It does, and all, all three of them I think have paired really well with it.
1: I'm gonna chew on my shoe in a little bit and see how how well that goes with the mustard. I think it might just be the mustard. Listen, we could, yeah, <laughs> I, it's, we could spear that on pretty
0: much anything. Like I want that on, I want that on a like a turkey and bacon sandwich. Like yeah. that's what I want. I want. I, I'd want it on everything. I might smear it on my body later. Don't
1: <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> <Steal>. <laughs> Don't get it in the hole, that'll sting. Uh. Oh god, that would hurt so
3: much. <laughs> uh, but my mucous membranes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Steal something from Guy Fieri, put it on a flip flop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Flip flop that would taste good with this. So yeah, for me it's gonna be it's gonna be a pint. It's just it's just I think the other I'm, getting, I'm falling into the hazard of the fact that I like the other two better, so I think I'm rating this one a little lower than I normally would. I think if we had just kind of grabbed
3: three Evil Twin beers, which I'm a big fan of most of their beers. I'm pretty sure we know. could have picked three Evil Twin Imperial Stouts. Right. Yeah. I,
1: with maple, without maple, with more maple, with less Jesus, with more Jesus.
3: <laughs> extra Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Double extra Jesus. Extra
1: Jesus bitter. Yeah. <laughs> extra special Jesus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, and then biscotti flavored, Jesus. Right. right.
1: With mesquite uh, chilies.
0: <laughs> so I think that's just falling victim to the fact that I've had the other two that I like a little bit more right now. But I, I think it, it either, even so, I would probably rate it a pint just because it'd be a lot to drink a lot of. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm, up, for, a, I'm up for the it'd, challenge. It'd be a lot of beer to drink a, ton, to drink a quantity of.
1: Right? Yes. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you, but...
0: But, uh, <laughs> but you... you you guys pr- possess the fortitude to go forth, and I. Yeah, understand. I feel like
1: I feel like I could. You know what though? Like, he, he, here's the thing: Mark's had four uh, four fifteen point eight percent beers before. Yeah. So, mead, but yeah. What's that? Mead, oh, what well, was? Well, yeah. Yes, exactly, mead. So I, I feel like he's been training, um, and you know, my level of uh, fatness will will allow me to prevail mead against the mead growler mead of. For it. Boom. Oh, there it is. Let's go. Get... Oh, that's dope. There you go. <laughs> That's amazing. I want you to keep that. <laughs> it's a uh, for those for those just listening. It's a kosher that says let's get Blitzened Yeah, and um, the beer we're referring to, if yeah, you don't sure if it. you don't remember, uh, was or sorry, the mead we we were referring to, if you don't remember, was blitzin. So it was something that Mark made that uh, he's excited. Which I drank one of last week. Yes, we <laughs> I randomly found resur- resurrected some resurrected. So how
3: did it hang out? How did it age? I'm interested. Quite nicely, actually. Really? Yeah. The uh, it, I mean, it's definitely oxidized, but the it's oxidized in a good way. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it went when
1: when it was poured. I didn't remember vividly what it was supposed to look like, but I remembered it like probably two or three shades lighter. Well, previously. Yeah. well I yeah. just
0: remember drinking it out of a bottle. I don't remember
3: uh, drinking it out of uh, a glass.
1: No, it's definitely uh,
3: the the color has definitely gotten darker. Okay. But, I mean, you know, three years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was still
1: pretty tasty. There you go. Um, so, we, we've we gotten to our Crucible of Doom. That and uh, so. if, if you haven't listened to our previous um, uh, style spotlight, um, this is where I ignore everyone. Right. <laughs> kind of like
0: Thunderdome. <laughs> yes. Three beers it, enter.
1: Uh, three beers technically leave because we, we, you know, let them go home in our bellies. But uh exactly. we will pick For our my bladder. We will we will come to a consensus on the best tasting, the most interesting, and then the closest to style. Um We don't come to a consensus. We don't? I thought we I thought we did. The last one I no, know, was we tr- one thing we, we tried to, but I don't think it quite worked out. No?
3: No, it's basically But two out of three is not bad. Exactly.
1: Oh okay. So we don't come to, all right, so we don't come to a consensus, but we vote someone off the island basically. Yeah. Okay. If we're
3: not electing a Pope.
1: All right, cool. Gotcha. Exactly. All right. Excellent. White smoke. White smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, right. So we 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 make a vote. Does anybody does anybody have one that's that sticks out to any, in any one of these categories right now? So, um what, you, what? Let's go with best tasting. Which one do we want to go with? For me, I'm going to put my nominee
0: forward for best tasting to be the old Rasputin. Okay. Um, as the best tasting, I like that mild coffee flavor from it. I like that it's. Fairly intense without being overwhelming. And I think it has the the cleanest... The cleanest, most precise flavor to it.
1: That's my thoughts on it. I, I, I'm on the fence because that's definitely one that I, I can vote for. I could get behind uh, Old Rasputin. I think that for your average person... I think that would be correct. I think that would be the, the best tasting for um, most of the population. Right. If we're but voting for you, if we're voting for me specifically, it's going to be the evil twin. I think that will definitely not hold true for most people, but that's, really, that's... the evil twin is the best tasting. Yeah. You.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm with him on the uh, evil twin for best tasting. See, to me, the alcohol flavor on it kind
0: of overdoes it for me. And that's where I kind of lose that. The flavor
3: aspect to it, I can understand that. But also at the same point, if I if I if I've already decided that I'm drinking an Imperial's Stout, exactly easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> if I've already decided I'm drinking an Imperial's Stout, the the Evil Twin is definitely where I'm going to go. All
0: right, I'm just going. I'm going back to the old Rasputin and the. I'm going to flip back and forth between the two of them here. I have a little bit left of each to. Kind of see if I can be swayed.
3: I
1: saved a little bit of
3: the first two, but my evil twin is empty.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you at this point you can close your eyes. I know what that tastes like. <laughs> or maybe not, but if you close your eyes, you just fucking pass out. <laughs> <laughs> we lost Mark. Mark down.
0: Yeah, if it's more than two minutes of Mark being quiet, I kind of worry that like, he's <laughs> passed out. The whole two young children and strong beer lends me to that idea. That you just finally have two minutes to stop and you're just like <laughs> <don't>, <laughs> Get you know, it in when I can. The, the perpetual motion has stopped, so therefore it's just it's gonna end. That
3: that was definitely happening yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. If like, I stop,
0: I'm going down.
3: <laughs> after I got home from helping him, both kids were down for a nap. I laid down on a love seat and I was like I found myself go drifting off.
1: <laughs> so so with, with your with your extra recon here.
0: So going back to trying both of them back, side by side, which hadn't experienced before, um, I will say that the evil twin is more flavorful, but it's still not the f- more the flavor that I want. Okay. So I un- I will give it a more intense flavor and more flavorful, but the flavor of the old Rasputin is still my favorite on that one. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Well, we voted you. We voted you off the island. I think Thanks. we can all agree that the best tasting thing on Please the table. is your flame.
0: What's up? <laughs> yes. Yeah, get the get the little uh, cap thing. Where, 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 where was is that t- guy? What was that forge? fucking
1: guy's name? Scott <laughs> Scott Corbin. What the fuck? No. What the fuck was his name? I know. I, I really it was don't Scott, know. right? It was yeah. definitely his name. The Something host? like that. that on all game show hosts are named Scott. At risk. Yeah, true. Or Chuck Chuck yeah. Woolery. Shout out. Um but yeah I think we can all say that the best tasting thing on the table is the uh it's is the mustard. honey mustard yeah. Oh, so good. But uh all right so we're going to we're going to take the consensus as uh, the evil twin for that. Now, most interesting on the table. Um I uh I feel like Kevin has has a, a strong uh, contender for this one. I can see it on his face. No, I don't. I know that's why I said that.
0: You're an asshole. <laughs> um Am I going with like interesting? Fla- am I going with the most interesting flavor or the most interesting experience? What am I going with?
1: To me, it's most interesting overall, so I would say experience is the best word for it.
0: Um, I think the most interesting for that one would have to be the Boulevard one, then, like that cho- that kind of that kind of alkaline chocolate is a really interesting. The alkaline cocoa flavor or Dutch cocoa, as you know, some people know it, is a really interesting flavor to me. Um, it's one that, it takes me a little while to get the palate fatigue, to get the, um, the flavor satiation of it. Like, I have to drink a lot of it before I go, like, I don't want any more of this flavor. Um, so for me, that one's pretty interesting, but the, the Evil Twin is a very close second. Like, it, it, one or two. So, as, as you guys go, like, to me, one or two of those could really hit on most interesting. Oh, so...
3: For me, the most interesting to taste is actually the old Rasputin, because I okay.
1: feel like it's the most dynamic on my palate. Okay. Um, it's a really tough between the old Rasputin and Boulevard for me, because I like the word alkaline um, to describe it. It's definitely, you know, it's not an not a appetizing word, but I think it's it's, it's very accurate. Um, it's, well, yeah, because that's the process of
0: alkalizing the chocolate.
1: Oh, Okay. <laughs> I had no I didn't even know that, but you know, when I think of that, that word that it was a, a good descriptor for the uh for the flavor. So clearly they named the process appropriately. Mm. Um the it's hard to, hard to, but I also understand what Mark is saying. There's more flavors um in the uh old Rasputin. There's more things bouncing around on my palate um than the Boulevard. So mm, I think that uh I think I'm gonna back up the Boulevard though. Um as the most interesting. Mark, can we sway you
0: over to the, the boulevard as more interesting or why do you not find it as interesting?
3: I just feel like I even though I enjoy the boulevard more than old Rasputin, mm-hmm. I just find it to be more one note than old Rasputin.
1: Okay. Well, I can I, I agree. I'm sorry, I'm it yeah, I don't cut off. I agree, I'm agreeing I, as well. I agree, but I um I find the one note um unique. In terms of other ones that I've had. So that's, that's why it's more interesting to we me. We can't than... hear shrugs, Mark. <laughs> I, I don't know. I heard it. They <laughs> see the shrugs.
0: But you don't creak that much. If, right? you'd like,
1: if you'd like to know about Mark shrugs, visit us on our <laughs> yeah. YouTube channel.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So, so I,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, either we either we accept that... Either we go with the two
3: out of three rule or we Rochambeau it, so... I'm pretty sure that's part of the reason why there's, you know, an odd number of us.
0: Yes. Right. Um, so we're going with two out of three then. No kicking in the nuts. I mean rock, paper, scissor. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> no. No, no rock, paper, scissor. So then we have Wait,
3: to... wait. You didn't say rock... What do you, you say? Rock, scissors paper. Scissor, pa- si- yeah, rock, scissor, rock, paper. Rock, scissor,
1: paper, yeah. yeah I did paper fucking Commonist. nonsense
0: <laughs> god damn communist
1: I've been saying rock scissor paper since I was like five it's hard to change I'm aware that it's wrong I'm not <laughs> contending that somehow that I'm right I'm just saying fucking live with it it's never gonna change <laughs> there's a lot of things I'm working on in my life but that ain't one of them <laughs> um,
0: so cl- closest to style could you oh. just uh, reread the style for me real it, quick? Yeah, because maybe. I don't just, have it in my I was just,
1: just getting there. Oh. Um, so, um, I will give you the overall impression. I think that's really all we need. Yeah, that's, I think that's... Believe it or not, there, BJCP is usually pretty comprehensive. Right. But 20C, Imperial Stout, is particularly fucking comprehensive. Okay. <laughs> There's but. normally like three sentences or four sentences for aroma, flavor, mouthfeel. Do we need pages here? This, Yeah, this is like full, complete paragraphs for everything. And there's okay. even a history and characteristic ingredients section. All right, we don't need that part. No, there's generally <laughs> yeah. a characteristic ingredient yeah, but, section. Yeah, but it's not normally as long as it is here. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty brutal. So anyway, the overall impression is an intensely flavored big dark ale with a wide range of flavor balances. Big. Very big. And regional interpretation. Tremendous. Roasty burnt malt with deep, Huge. dark, or dried fruit flavors and a warming, bittersweet finish. Despite the intense flavors, the components need to meld together to create a complex, harmonious beer. Not a hot mess. I swear to God I didn't add that last part. That's really in there. It really says not a hot not mess. Not a hot mess. Wow. I am on BJCP.org, so this is even like a bootleg fucked up version of it.
0: Wow. Not a hot
1: mess. Right. So, wow. With that, uh, with that being said, um, obviously we have um, sort of a ringer in the group with old Rasputin. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, I, uh, especially with the, uh, with the mouthfeel comments we, we read earlier. And does it mention the
0: alcohol warmth again? It so, does, right?
1: Well, right. So the mouthfeel says that a gentle, smooth warmth from alcohol should be present and noticeable, but not a primary characteristic. In well-conditioned versions, the alcohol can be deceptive. Should not be syrupy or under-attenuated. So, for me, it, it, that 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 comment right there removes the... Uh, yeah. Syrupy. Yeah. The syrupy removes. On, ma- to- on
0: mas e Jesus. Yeah. yeah.
3: On Masu Jesus
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. You have to stay behind the rock a little yeah. longer.
0: Um, yeah, I'm going to... I got that. Roll you away <laughs> your stone. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that the syrupiness. Will eliminate the the Jesus from it from this conversation. Um, even knowing that you know old Rasputin is one of the character one of the commercial examples, I think it's it is one of the best examples of it. It has that complex flavor that it talks about. Um, it has the warmth that's not the first initial and the alcohol warmth is not the first initial flavor but it is present the bittersweet finish it mentions um and the um i think it was like the first line that you said something about the it being toasty almost burnt yeah um i think is where it kind of borders on and to me that really like hits the nail on the head of what that tastes like
3: oh yeah no the old Rasputin definitely hits
1: that the best it, it's unanimous. I mean, there's there's yeah. no there's no question. I think that the Boulevard, um, while in the same vein, is not nearly as complex, and also does not present the roasty burnt as well mm-hmm. as the old recipe does.
0: Um, I mean, I just wanted to reiterate my thoughts on the the three again. Of, I really feel like the the chocolate one is interesting, but the I just I can't get it out of my head that the. Evil Twin one really feels like what a lot of like my experience has been with craft beers of uh, when they say they when you go to a craft brewery especially on Long Island and you say you're gonna get an imperial stout that I feel more ready to get something like this the Evil Twin than the Old Resputin just the feel it's, there's no data to back this up there's no quantitative information just my own. Impressions that I feel like I'm more likely to get something like the evil twin than I am like the old Rasputin if I ask for an imperial stout. What do you guys think?
3: I I understand what you're saying, but I would say that I would expect something more aligned along the lines of the Boulevard Dark Truth is what I would expect to receive because you know the most classic example as far as Lion breweries go would be Boris from Spire Bite. Yeah, and that is. A delicious beer but i would say that it's probably closer to the dark truth than it is to the on mas a e
1: yes i'm gonna uh, continue not
3: saying that name um <laughs> the i i agree it, it definitely i it definitely doesn't remind me of old rasputin i i almost wanted to say
0: as i passed the, it off to you i almost wanted to say Except for the ones that Larry makes, I, I almost wanted to say like other than the ones that Larry makes, I would make. I want that statement. Like I almost want him as the clarifying statement. Like he's the exception that proves the rule. You
1: know? uh, I, and I, I could definitely be wrong, but I'm trying to think of an imperial stout that we've had from a local brewery mm. that um, wasn't barrel aged. I'm trying, to, other than Boris the Spider, I can't. I can't think of one. I'm sure there is one. There's got to be at least one. I yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't think of one either. Right, which is why I, which is why I think that that might have some of the perception, um, might be skewing some of some of your perception of it. I think this is very
0: fair analysis. I we don't usually see an imperial stout on um, on tap with just an just as an imperial stout. Um, I think that is kind of the. I think the brewers in the area do take that as this chance to go. Okay, let's throw it in a barrel and see what happens.
3: Right, we're going that big. Yeah. Where are gonna go fancy big.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um and just because we did it last time with it, I did it again. I dumped three beers together. I'm
1: glad you remembered because I kept some behind to do it and yeah. then, then I drank all of yeah,
0: them. Yeah, I, I dumped a little bit together of all three, probably about uh, you know, two thirds of an ounce of each one. Um Yeah, the the um <coughs> the Jesus is still the most prominent nose <laughs> characteristic well, yeah. with that booze. And it kind of flattened everything out as I poured it out, but um, it kind of doesn't taste that great. I'm not <laughs> gonna lie. Um, I'm gonna pass it off to Mark because I want him to try some of it. Okay, but, I will also try. Um, it kind of just made a flat, muddled mess of the flavors between the three of them. Yeah, which it wasn't blended. It was. It, sometimes it, you can create that kind of blended flavor this kind
1: of just created a muddled mess. Yeah. Yeah, she just shit on everything right in there. The the three of them
3: individually did not, like, have uh, a distasteful clinging to my palate. But all three together do. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I want to make this go away with a pretzel. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, blending
0: doesn't always work out. Yeah, so, maybe these are not the three to, to blend together, but um, particularly, I'm really glad that I tried the old Rasputin again and kind of recall how good it is. And Boulevard hits another,
1: you know, solid beer. Yeah. I don't want anybody way. to think it was beer, right? I don't want anybody to think it was bad. It's just when, in, when you're comparing it next to it, it, it was lacking in, in just a little bit of character for me. Yeah. And I think if we had done a,
0: if we were doing a profile on Boulevard, and we happen to have that beer we would probably be raving about it more yeah. th- more than the impression that we're giving right now yes
3: yeah, so if we were just talking about like okay how much of this beer do i want to drink yeah as opposed to how closely does this fit with the written style, style? guidelines
0: and stuff like that i yeah
3: yeah, yeah it it doesn't fit the st- written style as closely as old rasputin yeah. does but it's still a very good beer yeah, please okay. do
0: not think please if you're listening do not think it is a a poor choice for a beer like you can drink the hell out of that. Yes. Um but I think this is another really good overview of um of the style. And I like the I I'm liking these these episodes where we can get a little more intense on the style and really start to focus on um a little bit more of the qualities. I think it helps it helps me, you know, the guy who's not the judge to identify Look
3: out. Here comes the judge.
0: Here comes the judge. Um to
1: identify Grand the players.
0: <laughs> promenade your partner home. <laughs> so I know, <laughs> I know we've always done Damn one. You.
1: I know we've always done one of these before, but uh, I hope that this one also um, inspires our uh, friend Greg Kelly to make it a Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah, um, <laughs> Greg, I know, if I know you
0: end the- up making a Russian Imperial Stout, I would love to. Um, see what you
1: create. Yes, indeed. It'll probably happen tomorrow because somehow <laughs> yeah. somehow he's listening to this yeah. now. I feel, I feel yeah, exactly. I feel like he'll, he's he's his spidey senses are tingling and he's like I feel like I need to make a Russian Imperial stout. <laughs> there you go. Cuz I know that my phone blew up afterwards going. Damn it. he sent me pictures of Beersmith right. while he's crafting a milk stout from the, from the last <laughs> style spotlight. Um, so I hope that uh, we did a good enough job to, uh, to inspire at least him, if not others, to yeah. try and uh, also, if you brew, make uh, an Imperial Stout. Mark and I made one, and it uh, came out pretty good. We'll see how it does uh, in competition.
0: Well, just because I've had one recently, I, um, not that it's an Imperial Stout, but kind of the cousin of an Oatmeal Stout. I was up at uh, Po' Boy recently, and um, Bobby has an Oatmeal Stout. What, what was the
3: name of that? I think I I, I think I was drinking that not that long ago. I don't
0: remember the name of it. I literally just went me the oatmeal stout. I don't no, I'm thinking either. no,
3: I was drinking his oyster stout. That's no, what I was drinking yeah. most recently. No, that was, yeah. yeah,
1: that was at the the LIBMA. Yeah, But yeah. he
0: had a really nice he has a really nice oatmeal stout on tap right now that is surprisingly dry and extremely drinkable. Ooh. Like get you in trouble drinkable. Well, I'm not re- and at and at six and at six point five percent or something like that, or six point three and like All of a sudden, you're just going to go from, like, hey to, what? Hey. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: All right. Well, I hope our listeners enjoyed our uh, interpretation of uh, what Imperial Stash should taste like. Try some and uh, hit us up on social media. Let us know what your favorites are. Yeah. And
3: if we're forgetting, like, uh, you know, a major local example because we're drunk right now, please let us know what we forgot.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Do not let us. Don't let us off the hook by saying, oh, they're just idiots and they don't know. But tell us, please. We need to know. So um, that's going to wrap up this one, guys. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.
3: If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be
2: found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com beertasticvoyage And Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show. Or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.